Well, we are running out of superlatives for this man. Time and again and against Kyrgyzstan, it was once again Sunil Chetri who was the game changer for India. We will be talking about it on length on this episode of Injury Time. Hello guys, welcome. This is your host Naveen and joining me today for this finale episode of this season is Sudarshan. Hi. And Sandeep. Hello. Guys, for the one last time, Injury Time for this season and what a match that was. India versus Kyrgyzstan to talk about. Yeah, uh, great match. Uh, before that, this when what is this season and when does the next season start? We, I'm very confused about India. Yeah, I'll, I'll give a glimpse of that as we as we go about this episode. When will we be back and how are we going about injury time going forward into this year? But coming back to the Kyrgyzstan games, Sandeep, your thought? It's an amazing match. Uh, we were blessed to be sitting in the stadium to cover the match and uh, prime you know, seat. Prime seat, yeah, like right in the halfway line and uh, I thought it was a good performance by India, although I keep hearing people say otherwise. Mm-hmm. Sudarshan, you were not there but I hope you got, got a glimpse of the game. What yeah, I did I did watch parts of it uh-huh. uh, on the television but I saw the goal and I think this was one of the best pieces of individual skill I've ever seen. Like uh, coming back from an injury and uh, I thought he would be a bit careful. And the way he evaded two or three people, and literally, it—I mean, at least from from the distance, the camera angle is not as close as it is right. while we watch European soccer. Mm-hmm. But from a distance, I couldn't see the ball. I couldn't. I just saw one defender after the other trying to kick him. Yeah. So it was just one uh, this thing after the other, and the way he evaded it, and credit to JJ for the final pass as the well. Scope. Yeah. Yes. And I mean. It was it was almost similar to the goal that they scored against Myanmar in that in the quick, right. in the quickness of it yeah. and in the number of players involved and it was just a blistering counter. I mean, and then this one of the things you notice about the goal is counter attack goals are you know it's pretty common to see but this he alone did the entire work. He beat the first press. And then normally you see a player beat the first person and pass it forward. But he beat it, then ran forward, beat another two guys. JJ did a good job uh, not going offside, he pulled wide. Chetri did a, tackles in that. Yeah, Chetri made the continued the run, stayed onside, that scoop ball was brilliant and uh, it's not an easy finish and when you're running into the goal like that. Yeah, he, he, I mean, everybody knows that he has tremendous skill but that the run that he mentioned is something that we don't get to see unless you are at the stadium. because. The camera always follows the ball and if you remember in the 7-0 thrashing, 7-0 was it? Against DSK? Seven, yeah, yeah. yeah. 7-0. So, four of the goals that uh, BFC scored actually came from counters and three of them were actually full-length sprints by Sunil. Right. From the half you, you don't get to see that on TV because the camera always follows, follows the ball but when you are there you can actually see his off the ball movement it's actually second to none well, is it something new a new dimension that has been added to Sunil Chetri's game now this he works in the defense helps sort it out and starts the attack from the back and carries it forward and most of the time ends up scoring the goal also I think it's just uh, the way India play because as we meant when we watched the game they played with a 4-4-2 variant uh, with Chetri behind JJ up front so and their wide players are always wide, so their back four and the wing backs didn't, you know, overlap. So they were trying to be defensively solid and not get counterattacked. If you have four people behind, you're not going to get counterattacked. 
So that was basically the plan. So Chetri Sunil actually helping him out going back, and I think he picked up the ball around 10-20 yards yeah, just in front of the penalty, penalty box and yeah. started running. So it's just uh, you know you have to give him credit. He's 32, 33. Right. He's the fittest we have ever seen him. Right. Yeah, and uh, credit to him for all the great great work that he's doing for the country. And I haven't seen him before he played for BFC, and even the first season I was not here when he was with BFC, but he has. I mean, with age he has improved, mm-hmm. so that is, he has added new dimensions to his game and mm-hmm. and often this Asia Cup is going to be held in 2019 right. and even before this match, when those injuries happened, I was like, okay, he's great, but will he be fit enough for 2019, but he doesn't seem to be slowing down at all. When, when I last spoke to him, he said, I, uh, the BFC doctor said, the fitness that he has, he can play into his 40s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's hope he does and keep well, up the fitness. I think he's like a wine, like keeps getting better with the age. Mm-hmm. Isn't it, guys? <laughs> Maybe. I am not, don't like wine. Oh. No, wine depends <laughs> a lot on <laughs> on the people's taste. So right. everybody might not like well, the I'm same wine. I'm a fan of wine, so I do like him. I do, I do like wine. I do like Chetri. But that about Chetri and the attack. But the defense, the Indian defense, seemed to get a lot of flag on social media and the stories that followed after the game but Sandeep you were there I was there but did it seem like the defense was not in shape see uh, here's the thing Kyrgyzstan came to play football India played Kyrgyzstan it's a very simple thing and there is no one way to play the football Kyrgyzstan obviously played you know better and better you know in terms of uh, position in terms of you know certain moves the players are all much quicker than indians were a lot of them were much quicker than mm-hmm. number 19 right uh, the, the guy who got substituted and he came on he was even the faster two, the muzrev and vitali lux two forwards yeah, they, they are. were all quick mm-hmm. but the point is you don't have to play their the great football or the right. barcelona style football you can just defend and hit on the break mm-hmm. and i thought after the first 20 minutes, when India was completely overrun, mm-hmm. they came into the match and every time they moved forward, it looked like there was a chance that India might score. Uh, maybe it's because Robin was not on the pitch, but mm-hmm. it looked like they might score. Yeah. And, they, and to be fair, they did concede 2-3 chances. They exactly. had a goal line save, right. yeah. one hit the bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But even as the best defence, you are bound to concede 2-3 chances. Gurpreet so. was very good. Yeah, Gurpreet so. yeah. was excellent. No, but yeah, some... Like it was... Maybe they had a lot to do, the defence, but uh, I think that at least part of it has to do with what the midfield was also doing because you can't possibly allow everybody to just pass through you. And I think both Anna Sattatodika and uh, Sanjay Jingan are, I don't know, they seem to be similar types of defenders Mm -hmm. who just go all out for this thing. I don't know if two of those people can actually work as a combo. So far it's been okay and they are basically... I would say they've come out well in whatever they've tried to do, but yeah. there are days when it would go horribly wrong because yeah. when you go a split second later than tackle and you're out. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah Sandesh, Sandesh especially, has, Anas reads the game little better than Sandesh, I feel. Mm-hmm. So, he's there before it happens. So, even in the goal line goal. save, uh, I spoke to Anas post the match and then he said it hit my leg. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Both of them jumped for it. It's just happened that it hit Anas's leg. Mm-hmm. But maybe Sandesh is just like, you know half a second slower. Maybe because his positioning is slightly lesser. But he's more than quick. I mean to fix to make that. up for yeah. that. Anas is not that quick. Yeah. So. But and this is at times you think uh, the Sandesh at times 
and sometimes this hollywood oh, defense like yeah, dantery comes and thawak clears yeah so tends to complicate things and when i spoke to sandesh post the match he was the one chap who told defending is one of the simplest things on the planet uh, i don't think he said that i think he said this <laughs> defending is an easy art unless you complicate art. it yeah unless you complicate it just three step work you get the ball you pass it to your nearest fellow and make room to receive a pass so, that that's a simple defending it but if he knows this i don't know what stops him no it's just because it. there are so many moving parts mm-hmm. so it's difficult to stay and you know there is rowling in front there is eugene in front uh, rowling was amazing in that match uh, i think he played around 60 is 70 80 right. minutes it was amazing it was everywhere amazing engine that guys had and eugene slightly understated but did his defensive side of the game well mm-hmm. and if those two weren't in front and doing all that work mm-hmm. maybe they would have had a more difficult time defending but what about the full backs narayan das and pritham kotal kotal seemed to have a good game he he also contributed in the attack helping holichan nazari on the left covering up and making that for uh, for a brunch on the left yeah i would also think that unless the opponent stretch the play you 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 actually don't have that much right. to do because i think most of it was going through the center mm-hmm. i mean at least from what i could see i i didn't catch the full match but yeah so far they have been steady mm-hmm. and i would say not entirely tested but they have had good seasons for their uh, clubs so i think going forward we'll 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 get to see more of them was jackson a bit off guard because he was caught up one many a times on that right his passing was not up to the mark you expect more from a winger sandeep what do you think about it? yeah i mean a lot of the crosses that he put in was not up to the mark but maybe we can give him a pass because he was running too much on defense so maybe not as sharp while going and he was up defense. against a really physical guy who threw him out of the pitch yeah, yeah he was <laughs> all those with rajasthan people were taller they were quick they were all so quick mm-hmm. so quick uh, yeah. the f- initial contact that gurpreet made to that right. guy who got uh, uh-huh. stretched off he started maybe 3 yards behind the two indian defenders and he still managed to get there ahead of him so that's great pace was gurpreet lucky there because i think one second later he he might have even got a card got a card i was surprised he didn't even get a yellow yeah no that's one thing i noticed about the japanese uh, referee he was he was not right out going for the cards cards talking talking to the players and letting the game flow that's one good thing you see from i the, again i heard a lot of bad things about the referee which okay. i don't i don't think it's okay to let the game flow like one exactly. foul here or there yeah. is fine and uh, i mean if if say when when udanta comes back mm-hmm. so will he be slotting in jackie chance yeah, right yeah. i think that that will improve your uh, side so, much much yeah. more yeah. talking as india as a whole eight game eight wins in eight games what a run this has been and constantine seems to be on cloud nine now yeah because like he said in the post uh, post match press conference any eight games a winning streak at any level mm-hmm. is an achievement right and although they may not have played spectacularly against kyrgyzstan or against uh, myanmar mm-hmm. or could not play spectacularly against macau also mm-hmm. the point is they are finding ways to win it yeah. they won last minute against uh, myanmar in a counter attack counter attack again today mm-hmm. so they haven't conceded in three matches so this is like one of those seasons when united went on to win the league one nil wins here and there one nil wins here and there went on to win the premier league at the end of the season I don't know if that is <laughs> maybe I don't remember so. yeah well you know the thing is uh, united when you're comparing them to united united no i'm just talking about the run the kind of run and kind of results you produce yeah i mean yeah 1-0 is good enough chelsea under mourinho always yeah. used to get a 1-0 at the end of the day you get 3 points for that yeah, that's what matters mm-hmm. i think the only reason why i feel this this might not be a good enough comparison because i mean in 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 say a league you stitch together a bunch of results 
and you get a championship at the end now with this bunch of results they go into the competition which is going to be held in 2019 so right. you can't possibly expect them to do, keep doing this for the next 2 years mm-hmm. they need an upgrade at mm-hmm. some point mm-hmm. so but it's but it's something that on which they can actually build on very well and uh, i mean no matter how they come a win is a win mm-hmm. right. at the end of the day and it should this should actually give him give the team great confidence to and build one other thing is i i feel a lot of the people who are watching india or reading about how how we write i mean obviously we are indian fans when you write our stories for the newspaper or anything no. we just uh, <laughs> obviously there is a bias to it even though we might we try not to but there is obviously a bias to it so maybe we should calm down on the you know we are a great team now we are not we are in the top 100 mm-hmm. we are our team that It's is still on the progress yeah there is a lot of things that we have to fix because we only we have maybe sunil jeje and um holy charan and uh, udanta who has got some real good pace in about them otherwise mm-hmm. it's not a team with a lot of pace and right going forward like you can teach anyone the skills right speed is something that you're born with and you can maybe add half a yard two yards to it and also you should also consider that the average of the team the starting eleven that india named against kirkisan was 21 and these guys most of the guys made their debut when constant came in for a second turn or so these guys are not there in the experience front also so these guys are bound to improve with the number of games they play going ahead yeah they should and and the way i mean it's good that they have actually been together as a bunch and uh, yeah considering constantin has great faith and he has rotated right he has he has given a lot of people chances and maybe these th- from from now on i think it will be time for him to actually identify a core group of players and go forward and i see the current situation that they have something similar to what you have in tennis mm-hmm. like you break into the top 100 right you are no good unless you repeat it the next year true because you are going to and you lose in fact you'll go much further yeah if you don't repeat the performance you keep going down so right. i mean india has had a great last few months mm-hmm. and they should only go up from here yeah one of the slip. key reasons for india having a really good run in the past few matches has been their goalkeeper gurpreet singh sandhu yes he's been outstanding yeah. uh, especially i think he is the only indian creeper who is convincing when he runs out of his line yeah. he's a very offensive keeper and he just runs out you did speak to him i did speak to him yeah did he you said say creeper ஒரு <laughs> 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 <laughs>
so that might also have been but yeah this comes this this backline is what three matches hold now yeah. with the two four, center backs and the three matches with the two center backs right so anas only played three yeah. yeah but that is before this is third continuous match. continuous match. so yeah that that comes comes with this thing. Well, that about Gurpreet and the, in the back line, but up front there's one guy who continues to make headlines for wrong reasons, Robin Singh. I don't think he made a single headline, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was a poor miss. That was a horrendous miss. He he finishes that because you see, it's a group stage. At the end of the day, goal difference matters. Right. And had he buried that, it is a 2-0 win. There is no tension come coming to the end of the game. They are comfortable. Well, Chetri wanted to bury the game right after scoring his goal. Yeah, yeah. He ended up missing a few. Yeah, Chetri missed one <laughs> chance, but I think it was slightly off balance. Uh-huh. But it's okay. He made up for it, so True. you can't really blame True. him for it. But Robin, yeah, but Robin, that was atrocious. But that's what you get from Robin. Mm-hmm. He's a guy who will throw his weight about, mm-hmm. but may not be the best finisher. But now going forward. India is not playing for some time. Next time they play, I think it's in October, when they have a friendly against Palestine and then the Macau home game. How do you see this team prepare for that one and second come out? So no, I think this this is this is the problem that we have, right? They they play four or five games together and then go months without playing anything. Exactly. And then you again have a competitive match before which you have absolutely no practice. And now considering. There's no league. There are no matches. There is happening. no league. There are two leagues. There are three leagues. There is no league. I, I mean, we are confused. So somewhere, someone is playing. Let's just be happy. <laughs> the only person who's playing is Gurpreet. Yeah, he is happily playing week in week out. And they have like when you have Constantine actually saying the Federation Cup is possibly the worst thing that has happened, uh-huh. and they have comfortably tied it over that whatever. I mean, Indian authority seems to be planning to have a Super Cup with some 50 odd matches next May. I think players will die. Exactly. Yeah, so apparently, that is not going to work. Yeah. So I think they need to. I mean, at least now when Indian football team has something to build on, right? At a time when they can grow, mm-hmm. but people uh, have to just bite the bullet, make some compromises, and suddenly. But Sandeep, do you think this off-season is going to hamper India's chances going into that Macau game? I'm not talking much about Palestine because at the end of the day, it's just a friendly game. Um, I'm not sure because everybody has an off-season now. You see, uh, those who are not playing in the Confederations Cup, mm-hmm. they get two months but off. But then those guys come back in August and play for their... Uh, yeah, so they have a league. Year. So, Things don't the problem in India is... The biggest problem in India is we don't know what the league system or <laughs> league structure when it is. I mean, I think it's starting in November. Yeah. But apart from that, we have very little uh, understanding or knowledge about what is going to happen. Right. And I think the guys in Bangalore will be fine because they have to play AFC Cup mm-hmm. matches. So... There is a bunch of them, Sunil, Udanta, uh, Eugene, Udanta should be back by Sandesh, all of them will should be, should be, provided that they are not released for ISL, mm-hmm. which is a story. There's another catch. Yeah, yeah so mm-hmm. uh, for people who do not know, mm-hmm. uh, one of the possibilities or more likely the probabilities is that uh, Bangalore FC has to release their entire squad so that the uh, Indian players go into the draft, mm-hmm. which I think is absolutely stupid mm-hmm. and unfair. To BSC because they were smart enough to tie down their players on long-term contracts, and they invested a lot of time and money in people like Nishu, in people like True. Udanta, who were 18, 17 when they came. They developed Udanta as a major player in the Indian. Now these guys now. went to TFA in Jamshedpur to scout Udanta. Yeah, yeah so he played against TFA. Actually, actually played a friendly against TFA with the sole purpose of checking out Udanta, and then they brought him in. He made him into the player True. he is. Now, if you don't even give them a chance to three or four people to retain, we don't know how it's going to be. Uh, If they say entire squad is dissolved, then I think it's a 
pretty damning evidence of where uh, the uh, priorities lie for FSDM. Maybe they could have, what they could have done is, people who have featured in the ISL have to be released to the draft. Ah, so and, what they did is last season, yeah. everybody was signed on a one-year deal. Yes. So that everybody comes to Come, the pool. Comes yeah. to the pool. Mm-hmm. And other players who have not turned out for any ISL clubs, they should have actually given the yeah, option so, to. But the flip side of it is, the Tata team, mm-hmm. which might actually say, we have absolutely no such this thing. So, if it has to be a level playing field, it has to be a level playing field. So, that might be an argument as but well. But is so, ISL a level playing field? Uh, but, but two mistakes don't make a right. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. See, because BFC was smart. You know, I spoke to Mandar a year ago when they signed Chetri back. Mm-hmm. And then I asked him why. He said, I don't want, we don't want our players not to be our players and come here on loan. That was the sole purpose of yeah, giving so, a long contract. Yeah, they gave two year deals, mm-hmm. two plus one, right. or one plus two, however mm-hmm. they, it was structured. But the point is, they did it with this knowledge. And now I think when I spoke to him, he said, that's the price to pay. So, yeah, this is this is. But I feel it's unfair, especially for the younger but ones. But is it where develop. is it where BFC going into the ISL heading into now? They, will they have to release the players? They right? probably will. Or they but the point is, the problem is uh, the 25th of June is the last day for the July. Sorry, is the last yeah, day. Yeah, that's 18 days before August 20. Yeah, so that's yeah. the day they have to release Two the weeks players. The first AFC Cup. Yeah, yeah right, right. So they have to give them the squad list. So we don't know what the squad so. is. Or so that's one reason why BFC is asking FSDL to have the option or the draft order. Otherwise, hold it. Yeah. Let BFC finish their uh, international, I mean, AFC commitments and then you can do whatever you want to do. Yeah, but I'm not... But this is the one problem that I have with having periodic drafts. Because you have a draft once. Mm-hmm. And you just shut shop. And then you have a proper transfer this thing. You can't keep having a draft every year. Season and unseasonal. Because it, it ultimately becomes like a player has to go to a club regardless of what his choices are. True. Like, I understand. The first time you can't possibly have the players' wish True. granted because everybody would want to go to certain clubs. True. But once you have this draft process, you just stop it there. Mm-hmm. You have a transfer window. This is the problem that I have with even the IPL drafts. Because there's absolutely no... IPL succeeds because everybody in India loves cricket. Mm-hmm. But which is the most supported team? CSK. Because they identify the team with four or by five bunch of players who have been there for all eight years. True. So you can't actually develop a fan base without having players set at a certain club. And I, personally, I do not think this is AIFF's wish to have a draft. Mm-hmm. Because when BFC initially came into the ILE as a corporate club, there was no draft, nothing. They had to get players from second division, from the, the players that other teams did not want, young ones, build a team around and they only signed Chetri and uh, Robin. At that time, Robin was released from East Bengal. And Chetri was, I think, just off Churchill. I think yeah. I'm not sure. But anyway, they are the two people they signed. Everybody else, Thai Singh, Malangamba, Matai started in the first, uh, first one. Well, uh, he, won the, Bengai he won the second division in Neruba this season. Yeah, Baikoke, Bengai was there. Thai Singh was a nobody when he came mm-hmm. here. They had Darren Kaldira who is now playing in Chennai. So, they went into this knowing that, okay, three years of relegation free, so we won't be relegated, so we'll get time to build a team. There is no relegation in ISL. True. So, this is entirely for the marketing purposes by FSDM. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, this is unfair. Like, especially, like, I understand you lose, BSC will lose identity if they lose Chetri and Eugene and Johnson. Udanta I don't know. for that matter. No? Yeah, but Udanta is a special case because he was developed by the club. 
so it's not right for them and they get no money for it True. if they say it's not a transfer they uh-huh. get absolutely no money for it True. they are in fact paying 15 crore to just enter into this right so i feel it's like a horrible decision well that's, that's the it. indian super league story but what's happening in the i league new teams want to join a dying venture Yes, and two from Kerala. My brother and people, two yes. of them have asked. Sandeep, go ahead. Uh, Tell us more about Malapuram, it. Malapuram, a team from Malapuram and a team from uh, Trivandrum. And there are also rumors that Ozone FC, Ozone from Bangalore, are, Bangalore also are also interested in joining the I League. Maybe now they'll be interested in fixing the Bangalore football stadium. Probably. Uh, <laughs> they'll be interested. They'll fix us. <laughs> Those people who will go and cover this. So, okay, so yeah, so it's three teams coming. Uh, Personally, in the Kerala divide, I feel Malapuram would be an ideal choice because mm-hmm. it's a footballing hotbed. Where, where do people play in Malapuram? They have a stadium, a good stadium? They have a stadium, but I won't say it's a good stadium. But a structured thing? Kind of, yeah. I think it's better yeah. than BFS, no? Is it? <laughs> I am not sure. Last time I went there, it was just green everywhere. And I think that is just normal when, grass. Well, you had grass up to your knee height. <laughs> no, that was in Corporation Stadium. When we went there one. in Calicut no. Corporation Stadium, where IMB Jain and all used to play for Viva Kerala. Sorry, uh, Viva Kerala used to play or yeah. SPT game played once in a while. It was like knee high grass. Oh. So, I think BFS as a stadium is scary. Yeah, you don't know when it might fall on your head. But yeah. I think it's something fell on someone's <laughs> close to someone's head once. <laughs> and I mean, forget things that fall because there is absolutely no space around the stadium. I know. That if if it's a full stadium, mm-hmm. there are good chances of a stampede happening. Yeah. And there's absolutely no open space. No. And well, I'm not a keen on writing a stampede story. <laughs> no, I think if you if you sit at the top tier in BFS and if you fall behind you'll fall into the road right true so i i don't know whether it's actually made for 20000 people it's not it's i think one stand is shut off because of construction problems um i think maximum they'll hold maybe 5000 but i league 5000 is a good start there yeah. like for ozone particular and ozone it's a good very well structured club to be fair true. their coach bert is from netherlands is yeah, a good bert zuben and they have a residential academy yeah, they have of bangalore in ozone and so two of their players well structured i know one of them anto used to be well i was just about to get into that anto xavier and one gudeshwaram two players have been called into the india under 23 camp yeah. It's preparing for the under 23 AFC Championship qualifiers, which is, will be next month. Is Robin Norrell still there? Uh, no, Robin Norrell is still with. Uh, okay. I I saw him oh, with right. the BFC squad. I don't know if he was just hanging out or probably just there. saying his final goodbye. Maybe that was in printing mistake. Well, that about it. But yes, uh, there are bad news coming in from Mizoram. Landslides every uh, everywhere in Mizoram. But two people who are very close to Mizoram now, Jayesh Rani and Ashutosh Mehta, have gone ahead and started a fundraiser. Sadiq, could you add more to that? That's just about it. So they <laughs> gone and started a fundraiser <laughs> okay. because of I I saw, and uh, it's a great good thing that they're doing. Right. And the both of them are extremely nice people, like mm-hmm. genuinely nice people. So well, if you, you know they care. But guys, if you want to know more about the fundraiser, you can you can listen into what Jayesh and Ashutosh have to say on their Facebook pages and support uh, the noble cause and help people of Mizoram. And one big news, another one that coming in from Mizoram, and again a. Uh, Kind of sad news for Izol FC. Uh, is it confirmed though? So we can go no. ahead. So. <laughs> Please go ahead. We yeah. Uh, the talks are still on. Te- Telegraph has been writing. The Calcutta Telegraph has been writing about constantly with day in and day out that Khalid Jamil, their title-winning coach, is East Bengal bound. Is Telegraph the Daily Mail of India? No. I have no idea. Pushing Mourinho's <laughs> agenda and pushing East Bengal's agenda here. Could be. I have no idea. No, because they were. They have a regional pushing. presence. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, true. Yeah, but. I also read that uh, Jamil was actually not very happy with how the club was looking at the 
coming season True. so there was absolutely no talks or whatever mm-hmm. and uh, he even said that my first choice is to stay here mm-hmm. but uh, i'm not sure what what's going to happen so what happened to the ashley to east bengal rumors suddenly it's lost ashley busy with transports yeah but they were pushing for no i think now jamil is pro- hot property yeah, so ashley also. was hot property every uh, vacant seat was linked to him now every yeah. vacant seat will be linked to him so jamil so is back in the country yeah. i think so i'm not sure mm-hmm. another news coming from bengal uh, the state government has signed an mou with a dutch club the the dutch federation came federation yeah, okay so apparently they are trying to similar to what aiff has with uh, germany and uh-huh, france and okay. stuff so they'll uh, send players and coach from the state mm-hmm. for exposure but this is an amendment between the bengal government and and none of the clubs no not the clubs it, it, but it is going to help everyone true, in, true. in west bengal mm-hmm. it's a good always a good thing but the clubs are no way behind they are also using their political cloud to get into the isl isn't it sadeep i don't know if they can get into the isl but, but they, they, are, they, they are really they are trying for, they are yeah, trying so they are trying to meet i think sports minister <laughs> uh, i don't know how much of that is going to help but yeah, vijay yeah. goel the guy who spoke knows more about vijay goel is not part of our panel today yeah unfortunately he is still in mumbai <laughs> yes uh, but yeah they are still trying to do it i don't know what what uh, how a government can strong arm an independent and uh, extremely rich but at the end of the no, day but, in india but at the end of the day chief minister is chief minister so yeah. i mean she even kicked out tatas so it's not <laughs> you, never know. Never know. Yeah, you never know you never know you are in india well i think that's well, all that's i i don't think that's right mm. it's okay it's my personal thing if they go into isl good for them if they don't uh, maybe next year they good can try again <laughs> maybe next year they can try again uh, maybe they'll be open to promotions true so, true true well that's all i have on the run out guys the finale episode anything to add sandeep No, it's been a long think, season. Yeah. Long season, and we are now uh, waiting with. I think even the charm of waiting is gone. We don't yeah, know what. Yeah, we're waiting a, for a baby. What is happening? So I'm done. I'm like, do whatever you want. I just want football to happen so that I can go watch. So yeah, we're just generally just. I'm just stuff. waiting. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the match. Nothing else. Be it any league. <laughs> uh, AFC match one or at least one we'll get to see. Uh, yeah. So good. Yeah, it's a North Korean club. I'm quite excited about that. their trip to north korea will be interesting true yes so guys uh, like i mentioned the finale episode of the season but we are not going anywhere we'll be back when the afc cup uh, match is back for the preview and the review of that game but and if any other news that makes noise in indian football we will be back discussing about that also but the biggest story of this year will be the under 17 world cup which is in october and we'll be having a good coverage on that of that on injury time guys excited for the world cup Carl Spuel was here quite some time back. Yeah, he played uh, football in uh, one of the metro stations in Bombay. Yes, Andheri Metro. Uh-huh. And uh, so, yeah, all that and more. You can you can keep following the Twitter handle for any information. Yes, yes. and that is, is Injury Time IND, and we are also on Facebook Injury Time. And guys, uh, you can follow us also. Sandeep is there. Sandeep, your uh, Twitter handle. Uh, I'm the Menon. And Sudarshan, you can follow Sudarshan on. Sudhuna Rain and I am Peter speaking guys thanks a lot for listening in throughout the season and until we bring you the next episode which will be in the next season have a great time and enjoy the game